0: what is going on online fitness coaches? Welcome to another episode of the Change Labs Make Money Online Training Podcast. This is the number one show for online fitness coaches who are trying to grow a successful online business. In today's episode, we are talking about retention and we are talking about why your clients are dropping off of your program. I'm joined by my boy, my homie, the wolf, Mr. Cole Da Silva. What is going on, Cole? How are you doing, brother?
1: Uh, honestly, how am I doing? I am fucking exhausted. So as you guys know, I've been in Kelowna now for a week and a half. Um, It has been absolutely crazy and... And I'm a person who likes to like really take advantage of their surroundings and take advantage of like where they currently are. So no joke, the day I got into Kelowna last week, last Monday, booked a photo shoot three and a half hours later. And legit, since I've been here, it's been 4.45 a.m. wake-ups and like 8 p.m. done work. All right, at the gym consistently for like probably five hours a day doing things there, doing stuff for PC Dom, doing stuff for the Mastermind. It's been insane, um, but it's been really fucking good. It feels nice.
0: I like it. I had a realization this morning that I want to share with you guys because in the last few days, on my fitness coaches, I think I've been more busy in the last few days than I've been in my entire fucking life. Like literally, <laughs> I'm not, this isn't a joke. This is not an exaggeration. Um, and today I realized, like I was like going into my day and I was like, man, I got a lot of shit going on. And I was actually talking to Kirsten about this on the way back from the gym. I was like, babe, I've got so much stuff today. Like, I've, you know, you know uh, I want to do a clubhouse room and I'm on TikTok and Instagram and Facebook and pod chats, and I've got the mastermind call. And then she said this thing to me and it, like it all clicked. She's like, yeah, but this is everything you've ever wanted. And I was like, oh. I was like, oh, she's like, yesterday on Clubhouse, you guys, so on Clubhouse, when I did a room yesterday, there was 50 people in the fucking room, and then there was 30 people watching me on Instagram, there was 30 people watching me on Facebook, there was 15 people watching me on TikTok, so there was 150 people listening to me record the podcast, and Kirsten said, this is everything you've ever wanted, and I was like, oh, shit, she's right. Like, on my vision board right now, it says that I want to have 1.6 million followers on TikTok. Like, on my vision Uh board right now, it says, I I have the number one podcast for online fitness coaches. Like, everything that I've ever one it is happening right now and so as soon as I had that realization it fucking it caused me to like I'm like oh I'm like, this is fun now. Before, it was like, for for me, I was like overwhelmed last few days. But then I realized, I'm like, dude, that's like the old version of Brian. That's overwhelmed, right? That's like, that's like old B-mark. Like B-mark that likes fucking chilling. B-mark that likes like relaxing. B-mark that likes that extra three hours to sit on the couch and do fucking nothing. But like everything I've ever wanted is unfolding in front of me (laughs) right now. So like, that's why there's overwhelm is because I'm accomplishing my goals. 100%. That I want to do
1: hundred percent. And guys, it's literally just, you got to embrace that shit. It's one of the things that I literally live by. And I've said this since Brian's knows, knew me, met me, whatever, um, was embracing being uncomfortable. Embracing like, fuck the comfortable life. Fuck the, let's sit down and chill and be happy on a daily basis. I'd rather be overwhelmed and uncomfortable because it means I'm growing. It means that I'm doing something on a daily basis to push myself to the next level. And that's what it's all about.
0: Dude, and I think that a lot of people, when it comes to overwhelm, How many online coaches are on this call right now or like listening to this podcast, you approach overwhelm and as soon as you get overwhelmed, you almost back off. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh shit, I'm overwhelmed. Like, oh, I'm overwhelmed. I need to like, sounds to me like I need to take a break and you like back off and you like shy away from this overwhelm. And like the analogy that I'm going to give you is let's talk about overwhelm in the gym. Right. Let's talk about overwhelm in the gym, because I know y'all are fitness freaks, right? Y'all like to get your lean muscle on. Overwhelm in the gym is progressive overload. Like in the gym, you need to challenge your muscles to the point where you literally can no longer lift the weight. And when you do that and you push past that point, when you overwhelm your muscle tissue, you overwhelm your body. That's when you grow. Yep. So We do that in the gym, but then when it comes to our business, the second we feel like a little bit of overwhelm, it's almost like we back off like, oh shit, like this seems to me like I need to retreat and I need to get out of here. But like, dude, overwhelm is like a part of the process. It's beautiful.
1: It's a good thing. It's the fucking good thing. Guys, comfort is your coffin, like straight up across the fucking board. Challenge yourself, push yourself, make yourself do more. And yeah, it's going to be, again, super overwhelming, but it's a fucking good thing because guess what's not overwhelming? Working at McDonald's. Okay, <laughs> let's be real. That's overwhelmingly
0: shitty. That's yeah, you know I'm what's not sorry.
1: overwhelming? What, working a fucking Walmart. Um, no, It's like, like, and
0: I get, I don't, I'm not trying to diss you if you do have one of those jobs. What I am no. saying is if you're listening to this podcast right now and you want to be an online coach and you're working at a nine to five, it's likely that you view those jobs as not very fun. Yeah. So like, it's true. Like if you want to not be overwhelmed, go get a nine to five that you don't like and then stay there and yep. you won't be overwhelmed, but you definitely won't be happy either. Exactly. So um, that aside, let's get into today's podcast. See, on the, on today's podcast, you guys, we're talking about why clients are dropping off of your program because online coaches, I think that there's a lot of you guys that are focused on landing more clients. Like a lot of people that come for me, come for me, what the hell? <laughs> I hope nobody's coming for me. Police, I didn't do anything. A lot of people that come to me asking <laughs> about growing their coaching business are like, uh-huh. oh, Brian, I want to land more clients. I want to attract more clients. I want to, I want to like grow my business by attracting more, but- A lot of online coaches don't understand that. Like, if you have, if you sign 10 clients this month, but then you lose nine clients, it's like you're right back to where you fucking started next month. So there's four main components of growing a successful online business. There's obviously attracting more clients, which we talk about in a lot of podcasts, like how to write better content and blah, blah, blah. And then there's converting more clients. So like selling clients into your program and making sure that you're like enrolling them in your process. And then there's delivering a fucking amazing service. And then there's scaling, Mm -hmm. which we do in the mastermind Scaling's like, you know, VAs, teams, et cetera. But we're not talking about that. We're talking about delivery. All right. Now, how many online coaches that are listening to this podcast right now um, have had a client drop off in the last month or two? You have just like nod your head. I just want to kind of see if you've had, if you've had a client drop off in the last month or two, I want you to nod your head. See, most people, and I don't want you to be one of these people, most people, when they get a client drop off, they're like, oh man, I had a client drop off and it's because of finances. Yeah. I have a client drop off and it's, and they said that it's because of COVID and they, they, yep. they said that it's because of XYZ and they said that it's because of this or that thing because- in reality, if clients are dropping off of your program, they're never going to directly say to you, "Hey, uh, hey, Janelle, I didn't hear from you as much as I wanted to, and so that's why I'm leaving." They're going to make an excuse that will sound like a reason that. They shouldn't enroll like finances, family, et cetera, et cetera. So although there might be some validity to that excuse, guys, when I was an online coach, I literally had some people that stuck with me for three years and kept paying me every single, I had one of my clients that loved the program so much that said he'd rather cut off his electricity bill than not pay me for my coaching program because that's how much value he was getting from my online coaching service. Mm -hmm. And so when it's valuable, they will pay. So let's take a look at the, at the reasons why, online clients would drop off of your program. Cause if we can figure out that problem, then you won't have to work as hard with Legion,
1: right? hundred percent, hundred percent. So I'm really excited for this episode because again, I feel like a lot of the things that we talk about when we do pod chats for you guys is me and Brian will talk about like onboarding and well, not onboarding, like enrolling people in and the mindset and systems and everything else like that. But this subject right here, the delivery All right. And the retention that you guys are going to like get from this stuff is going to take your business to the next level because Brian's not exaggerating guys. Like no joke. We both had clients that stayed with us forever. Right. And we built like such a strong community. Even when Brian was done with fitness coaching and I was building my business and was in full swing of it. His super loyal clients were like, okay, Cole, I'm coming to you because um, I just know you personally. And then they stayed with me for another two years. All right. Because of that retention because of the systems we had. So the first thing we want to talk about and the the, the number one reason why your clients might be dropping off is lack of clarity during the onboarding system or onboarding process throughout the program. All right. So if you guys are having people drop off, yeah, it might be due to COVID. Maybe it's due to finances or whatever the case may be, but you need to realize that the first thing you need to look at personally is your onboarding system. Without a proper onboarding system for your guys' clients, they're going to get lost right away, right? And yeah, they might start the program and not drop off for four weeks, but you guys got to realize, and Brian had said that, like that excuse, that underlining meaning of why they dropped off, that's because people don't like confrontation straight across the board. So they'll join, and if they're super unclear on what the fuck they're doing within the first two weeks, yeah, they might stay for a month and then drop off, but it's most likely due to the onboarding system because they never understood why you're getting them to do this shit. Never understood why you're you're putting them in this app or why you have them in the Facebook group or why you're having them follow this meal plan, why they need to weigh themselves. Your onboarding process needs to be fucking clear. Very clear cut across the board, because if they get confused there, it's going to throw them off
0: immensely. Right away, they're going to get turned off. Write this down. Write this down. People don't follow confusion, they follow clarity. Yep. Write that down. People don't follow confusion, they follow clarity. Which means... When somebody joins your program, any of the online coaches that are listening to this, Barbie, Janelle, Steven, somebodys follows your program, they signs up for your program. When they join and you send them some data, if it's not clear, like very, very crystal clear, step one, step two, step three, if it's not clear, they're out. Yep. Because they're looking for a simple solution to lose weight. And so if you're like, Download this app, then download this. Oh, once you're downloading that, make sure you go back to the first one that I told you to download. And then once you've done that, then join the Facebook group. Make sure you introduce yourself, but then go back to the app and send me a message on the app to get access to your meal plan. But don't send me a message before you've made the post in the group and gone to, oh, and I forgot. I'm also going to be doing your check-ins <laughs> with Marco Polo. Um, so I'll be sending you videos over that. Oh, oh also, and um, don't message me on trainerize. Make sure you message me on the, like, what the fuck? Like, Way too much. It's got to be like step one. Step two, step three. Any of you guys that have enrolled in PT Domination uh, recently, like, no, there's a very crystal clear step one, step two, step three. If those of you guys that have enrolled in Pizza Domination know that there's a very clear onboarding process because yeah. your goal, online coaches, your goal is to get them to green light right away. Because before they start your program, they're kind of like thinking about it, and then once they're in your program and they're in momentum and they're feeling good about it, they're getting results, like that's where you want to get them to. And so the onboarding process needs to eliminate all of the questions like, what app am I using? What is my meal plan? How those check-ins work? You need to like eliminate all those in the onboarding process and make it very fucking clear what step one, step two, step three is. So that your client can just open up their email and know exactly what they need to do in order to lose weight. A
1: hundred percent.
0: But most online trainers design the program based on the knowledge that they have, not the knowledge that their clients have. And so most online trainers assume that your clients know how to use MyFitnessPal. You assume that people know how to track their workouts and trainerize. You assume that they know how to do their check-ins and take check-in photos. But like, you're a fitness trainer, of course, you know how to do those things. But like, you know, a 30 year old mom from Texas has never hired an online trainer might not know how to track foods in my fitness pal. And you're telling her to do that as a part of her program. It's like that's why clients are dropping off because they don't know what you're doing.
1: I'm going to take it another layer deeper and even simplify it for you guys. You guys assume that regular people understand your fucking terminology. You guys all have a fitness program and in the description of the actual program, you're talking about progressive overload, drop sets, okay, AMRAP sets, like everything's super in depth. And these people are looking at this like it's fucking Chinese. They're like, what am I reading right now? You guys need to make things very, very simple. It needs to be extremely clear. And on top of all of that, guys, you need to leave doors open for your clients coming into your program. They don't know that they can bug you at any time to ask you about a question right off the bat. You need to set clear expectations and onboard them in a clear way so they feel cared for and they know what the next steps are so they feel good throughout the process.
0: Just wanted to take a quick minute to say I want to change your life. guys, one of the things that I like to say when it comes to onboarding and systems in general is pretend like they're in kindergarten with the subject that you're trying to teach. Yep. Straight up. Like they don't know what a macro is. Just, just assume that they don't know what a macro is. And then you will never disappoint anybody. Cause then when you send every single program, it's like there, this is macros, this is proteins, this is carbs, this is fats. This is why it's important. Like that needs to be clearly outlined in the onboarding process. And if it's not, that's might be one of the reasons why your clients are dropping off the program.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Number two, Cole, you want to go over number two? Yeah. Do you want me to go again or do you want to take one before we... You do number two. I'll do three and four.
1: Okay. Sounds good. Number two is a little bit more in-depth, guys. Um, And this is something that I noticed from not only like me coaching a bunch of people, but on the other side of it, us coaching all of our students. We have 750 students in the uh, Tanky Coaching Academy right now. And I see a lot of this. Represent The second one is clouded expectations. Write that down. All right. Now, what do I mean by clouded expectations? Because you guys are probably hearing that and you're like, what the fuck are you talking about right now? Well, this is something that I see happen when people are unclear on what they want to provide in a coaching service. All right. They're unclear in their voice. They're unclear as them as a coach. They're unclear on what they want to do for the actual people they're trying to fucking help. So they create clouded expectations, all right? They're bringing somebody into their business, acting like a certain personality or persona, but then when they have that client in their business, they're a completely different person. That's a clouded expectation. That's like you being a super quiet, closed off person every single day, but then you guys are going on your lives and on your social media speaking like me. Right away, that's going to throw people off and it's going to turn people off as soon as they join your program. You need to be very clear with this shit. Or
0: no, go ahead. Clouded expectations is fire. It's fucking, when you, I, I like saw that, and I'm like, that is sick. Another example of clouded expectations is let's say, online coaches that you're like, your check-ins are due by Thursday at noon. And then I will always respond by Friday at noon, right? That's like, mm-hmm. let's say that's your process. And then you expect your clients to get the check-ins done by noon, but then you don't respond to them until Sunday. Yeah. Like what? like what? That's clouded expectations. It's like, you expect a certain thing from them, but then you're not delivering that on your end. Or you tell your clients that check-ins are mandatory and then you cancel one of your Q&As because you weren't feeling good. Yep. Like, that's clouded expectations. Or another yep. example of clouded expectations is like, When you tell, so one of the things that I educate all my clients to do is tell all of their clients that they'll respond to any questions within 24 hours, Monday to Friday. That's like the system that we use. But some of my clients, and let me know if you're guilty of this, have feel the need to reply to their clients instantly. Let me know if you're guilty of that. Feel the need to reply to their clients instantly. And then because they're, they, they feel the need to reply to their clients instantly if one day. So that's the, that's the expectation that they create. And then mm-hmm. one day, they need to take a personal day. And as soon as they take a personal day, now their clients are like, why don't they care about me? Because you got in the habit of replying to your client every second they DM'd you back. And now there's clouded expectations because when you actually do take 24 hours to respond, like you said at the start of the program, they're like, why aren't you responding to me instantly? It's because you created clouded expectations.
1: Exactly. You weren't true to what you were trying to do with the fucking beginning. This is very important, guys. This is a point that when I was thinking about the subject today, instantly came to mind because I see it happen way too many times. All right? It's like another thing, like Brian's saying, that answering instantly. It also has to do with your energy on the calls. It also has to do with you showing up to your live streams. It also has to do with literally every single thing that you do in your coaching business. You need to get very clear on how you would like to act as a coach and who you are as a fucking coach. All right, if you look at Brian and myself, we are very clear with what our expectations are. We are never fucking late. Punctuality is everything when it comes to PT Dom.
0: If I'm ever right. late for a coaching call by a minute, I'm like apologizing when I show up.
1: Yeah, and it's very serious. So like, sorry. There's an actual reason why we're fucking late because punctuality is everything. We show up to every single call, regardless if we are feeling great or feeling incredibly shitty, with the same fucking energy because we have expectations, and we have created that expectation in our communities. So if we start going against it, again, it's going to cloud it and it's going to mess with our clients' heads, which might cause them to drop off, which might cause our business to decline. And we're not going to accept
0: that shit. You know, it's funny. You know, it's funny. Um, so clouded expectations. This is funny. This is super funny. Everybody take note <laughs> of this. Look at yourself in the mirror and ask yourself how you're showing up for yourself. Yep. That's like, why are clients, we're talking about why are clients dropping off your program? Look at yourself in the mirror and ask yourself, how are you showing up for yourself? Like, are you showing up for your morning ritual or do you do that sometimes, right? Are you going to the gym when you're supposed to, or are you doing that sometimes? Are you on top of your nutrition? Whatever that looks like for you, everybody's got a different system and I'm not expecting you to be perfect, but are you on top of it? Like, are you making sure that you're like on top of your own shit or are those expectations cloudy? Because like you can only create a business uh, reflective of what you are. Boom, say it again. You can only create a business reflective of what you are. And it's so there's, there's clouded expectations in the business and you know, you're mad that clients are showing up for check-ins and you're upset that clients are dropping off. Like, are you dropping off of yourself? Boom. You know what I'm saying? Like,
1: yo, I always laugh about that shit because it's like, uh, you'll see like a lot of people, fitness clients and business clients. You see a lot of people kind of start to slack off on their goals when they're still listening to motivational speakers. And the best one that I ever see is Eric Thomas, right? He always talks about the beast shit, beast shit. And I'm like, you guys got to stop listening to Eric Thomas and just do the fucking things that you need to be doing on a daily basis. Cause everybody talks about like, I want to be a beast. And he always says, like, everybody wants to be a beast until it's time to do what beasts do. And it's literally the truest thing in the world because the simple things of do what beasts do is just showing the fuck up for yourself. Doing what you need to be doing on a daily basis. Set clear expectations of what you are as a coach and what you're doing on a daily fucking basis.
0: All right, so let's go into number three. The third reason why clients might be canceling. Let me know if this hits. And you'll it's going to be true or not true, and you'll know instantly. Right away. Lack of community. True or not True. You know, you know, you know, instantly, I don't even have to say anything. You already know if it's true or not true. Mm -hmm. Lack of community. Yo, if you are the only touch point between you and your client, that's a serious issue. Yeah. Because 10K Academy students, you already understand the value of community because you're in one that has a lot of value, right? Sometimes, right? You guys, as a 10K Academy student, sometimes you will, you guys will get answers from the community. That are equally as valuable as an answer from one of the coaches, because like the other Mm -hmm. people in the community really care. And so in your own coaching business, online coaches, like you've got to create that sense of community. You've got to create that sense of like being able to count on each other. You've got to create that sense of like this support system is too valuable for me to lose out on. Because then if a client drops off of your program, not only do they lose the training nutrition program, they also lose that connection to the other humans that they've built a relationship relationship with.
1: That's it. That's it right there, guys. Like to wrap it all up, your community needs to be the family. All right. Like when we were, so when we were running AEN, all right. When we were doing fitness coaching, all right. We had aesthetic nation. All right. Our community was insane. And then even deeper, my clients were called Cole's wolves and they were their own little community that relied on each other. And it was a family built guys. No joke. Like if you guys are in the tech coaching Academy, or if you've seen us like all the time, you've probably heard of Jeff. Jeff literally talks about how the 10 coaching Academy and PT Dom is his family. Like, and you can hear the compa- like passion in his voice when he talks about the 10 key coaching Academy. And that's the entire point of it. You want the community to be a place where people can lean on. You want the community to be a place where they can talk about things that make them nervous, make them feel a little bit scared off, whatever the case may be. Because once you get that deep rooted emotional connection, that's when you get clients like me and Brian both have that will stay with you guys for two years. Money's not even an issue. They'll just pay you no matter what because they never want to lose you and they never want to lose the community that you're surrounded with. Let's go. Mm -hmm. The fourth
0: reason why clients will drop off of your program, online coaches. This is a good one. Is lack of trust. Boom. Fourth reason is lack of trust. What does that mean? Well, in order for somebody to purchase off of you in the first place, they need to know you like you and trust you, right? We've talked about that um, in previous podcasts. We talked about that as like a marketing fundamental. Question for you guys. How many of my online coaches that are tuning into this right now listen to my podcast consistent? Probably a lot of you, right? Now the reason- Everybody watching
1: the podcast right now it's it's like-
0: Well, it's like, dude, the podcast (laughs) is like a double whammy, right? Number one is like, I want like- The podcast is the inspiration that you need on a daily basis. And then in the academy, we give you the scripts, the step-by-step trainings, the blueprints, the systems, et cetera. But even when clients get the blueprints, the step-by-step scripts, the trainings, and all of like the actual logistics, everybody still needs some fucking inspiration, right? So the reason that I provide so much value on a consistent and regular basis on my social media, not just in the academy, is so that I can continue to position myself as an authority and you guys can continue to trust me. Yep. So if you've got 20 clients right now and they're all paying you a monthly subscription, but you're not posting on your social media consistently, and they start watching another online coach and they start trusting that other online coach and they start getting value from that other online coach, it's only a matter of time before your clients go to that other online coach because you're not showing up as an authority. Does that make sense? Yep. Lack of trust. Guys,
1: proof is in the pudding, straight up. Like If people visually see you doing the same fucking things that you're telling them to do, they will trust you 10 times more instantly. Like, let's just keep it fucking straight right now. If you're telling them to follow a meal plan and they see you following a meal plan, they're going to follow by example, all right? If if you're telling them to follow a workout program and they see you following a workout program, they're going to follow by example. You guys got to realize that human beings, not every human being, obviously entrepreneurs are a little bit of a different breed, but most human beings like a leader. Like somebody to look up to, like somebody to follow. It's literally like ingrained in a lot of people. So if you be that leader, if you step up as that fucking authority and show them that you're doing things on a daily basis, that trust will never break.
0: Dude, and another thing I'm just going to say is a lot of you guys that are tuning into this podcast have heard about Chad Morgan. And you know, Chad, I'm actually interviewing Chad Morgan in the 10K Mastermind uh, in 30 minutes, Uh I'm excited. A lot of you guys have heard about Chad Morgan. And if you haven't, Chad Morgan is my client who got to $68,000 USD in a single month. And he's over 60K a month. And one of the things Chad Morgan talks about is leading by example not only on social media, but also in his actions. And yeah. so if your clients can look to you as an authority that they can trust, that is like leading the way, that is in the journey, that is in the fight, that is like currently winning the their own battle with themselves, it's gonna be a lot easier for them to trust you as an authority long-term. And it was the same thing with me with Aesthetic Nation. Like I was always in the fight. Like I was always working on my own shit. I was always working on my own online business. I was always working on my own fitness goals. I was always posting everything that I was doing so that my clients could follow along with the journey. And a lot of you guys that start getting clients think that that's not as important because you're not prospecting anymore, but you're not just like something that Natasha Starcheski said in the mastermind actually recently, which was super cool is when you're posting content, you're not just posting content to attract clients. You're posting content for your clients. Oh, you're not just posting content to attract clients. You're posting content for your clients because your clients trusted you enough to pay you money. So it's like your responsibility to show up and do your job yep. and your job is content. You're an online coach. You signed up for this shit. Like your job is to use this cellular device to create content, which is free, by the way. It's free to post on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, TikTok, Clubhouse. It's free. Your job is to use this device to give value to your audience so that they continue to trust you and like some of the values for free, but you've got some clients that are paying you money. And if you want those clients to continue to pay you, then you need to continue to show up and deliver value to them so that they trust you as an authority.
1: Oh, Literally, yeah, that line that Natasha said fucking slapped a lot of people in the face. I know it did because it's so true and a lot of people neglect it. They're always thinking about the expansion of their business and that's why we're doing this podcast today to talk about the retention of your business, all right? Like to keep the fucking people you already have.
0: Okay, so I'm gonna wrap this up and here's what I wanna say in wrapping it up. Whenever a client drops off of your program, look at yourself in the mirror. Always, whenever a client drops off of your program, look at yourself in the mirror. Always, even if it was a bad client. Like I'm always like open to feedback and I'm always like, okay, like what could I have done better here? Like, how can I improve? And that's why PT domination is where it is right now. That's why we have nine calls. That's why we have four coaches. That's why we answer any questions within 24 hours. That's why we have kickoff calls because we like would always listen to the client. Clients would be like, we, um, you know, we didn't feel supported in the first week. Cool, we got a kickoff call. We yep. need a little bit more help here. Cool, we're gonna add this new thing. So, like, there's mm-hmm. always these things that we're adding to make sure that, that we're giving, we're improving the client experience. And if a client drops off of your program, online coach, I want you to look at yourself in the mirror and ask yourself, how can I get one percent better? And this is the thing, right? If you really want to be, I want to, I'm, I'm going to talk to those successful entrepreneurs because there's a difference between being an online coach and being a successful online coach. If you want to be successful, then get good at critical thinking and critical thinking is like looking at your business and being like, all right, so B Mark on his podcast gave me four things that I could work on. Which one do I think I need to work on the most? Right. I'm like, okay, I think my onboarding system is a little bit off. Okay. How can I make my onboarding system just a little bit more clean, clear, and easy to understand? Maybe I need to do a guide and then maybe if I do a guide, I can do a video explaining the guide and then anyone that signs up, I can send them the video and the guide, boom. And do that and don't ask for permission. There we go. Become better at critical thinking. Be like, okay, I think I need to do this. So I'm going to, then I'm going to write it, then I'm going to film it. And then, you know, because I think it's valuable, I'm going to drop it in my coaching community. Cause I think people will get value. Like that's, that's critical thinking. I want to talk to successful. Like, don't wait for permission to work on your business. Like look at your business, figure out the areas that you can improve and ask yourself where you can get better and then go out and do that thing. And then ask for feedback once it's done. Does that make sense? hundred percent. Cool. hundred percent. That's it. That's it. Don't point the finger guys. As soon as a client drops off, don't be like, Oh fuck. It's because of COVID COVID is terrible and stole my clients or it's because nobody has money or it's because my clients don't know how to follow their program. Like as soon as you point the finger, you instantly remove any ability to help you solve that problem. Yep. So If you want to get better and you want to be a successful entrepreneur from every single client that drops off, look at yourself in the mirror and ask yourself the question, how can I get 1% better? And then one day you're going to look in the mirror and you're going to be like, I can't get better from here. Like my program's really fucking good. And this client honestly wasn't a good fit. And that's when you know you're like starting to get somewhere. But I guarantee you that most of you guys aren't there yet. So you still need to improve your systems. You still need to evolve. You still need to upgrade and and make changes. That's it. That's all. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is the Change Lives Make Money on the Trainer podcast. The number one show for on the fitness coaches. Cole, where do they find you, bro? Guys,
1: you can check me out on TikTok. Instagram at cool Lucas Silva or the wake up with the wolf podcast. And I want to say one more thing before we end it super quick because a successful entrepreneur quote, everything is your fault. Once you look at it that way, when it comes to being an entrepreneur, everything is my fault. Everything will shift. That's all I'm going to say because we hit a bunch there, but as soon as you embrace that mentality, everything will change the game.
0: Peace, love protein. We'll talk to you guys in the next episode.